we're gonna be hearing a lot of that song. Jesus, loud. Everybody remembers that song. Yeah, I, I think we should just <laughs> literally just try to piss people <laughs> off and just play it in the background the entire freaking episode. It drive people nuts. We can do that. Oh, and here it has ten straight hours of this. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Holy crap! <sighs> okay, so a a as you can tell from our uh, our jaunty entrance music, uh, we will be doing Mortal Kombat, the uh, the original Mortal Kombat from 1996, I believe. 95. 95. Okay, I knew it was one of those years. Yes, 95. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything... Uh, well, first off, we got to do the introductions. Yeah. So Jimmy and Paul. Yes. On yes, JB's yes, Drive-In yes. Podcast. Yes, JB's Drive-In Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, which are actually open now? I don't know. Who knows? Yes. Drive-ins are open. Drive-ins are open. Now, supposedly, <laughs> restaurants open tomorrow in the great state of Maryland. Yes. At 50%. 50 capacity yes, or something, yes. but who knows what that even means. And I, I don't know if we have to go in a mask or not. I assume you can't really go to a restaurant in a mask. You're a restaurant owner. I think you would know. I haven't talked to anybody there because, frankly, I don't care. Jack Rabbit Slave. Um, I will, like, tomorrow, but I don't do that shit. You don't? Yeah. I don't do day-to-day -day management there. I'm, you know. I know that. Uh, but I'm aware. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, there's, there's <laughs> well, the first thing we got to do is, uh, <laughs> I if you, you know, last week we finished off uh, Jaws 3. Jaws 3, yes. The epic. The epic just. I, I, like I said, I didn't hate Jaws 3. I kind of liked it. It was campy and corny and fun. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah unlike Jaws 2. And, and I was having this conversation with, um, somebody the other day and I was like I out of the four Jaws movies I think Jaws 2 is the worst now really the, the reason I say that is is because nobody gave a shit by the time Jaws 4 came out nobody cared about Jaws by nobody then. cared no I mean it, it, it the series was pretty much dead by the time Jaws 4 came out oh yeah so nobody had any real high expectations for Jaws 4, even though Jaws 4 technically is probably the worst of them. But everybody was hyped right. for Jaws 2 still. So in in regards of expectation, Jaws 2 is definitely the worst of, of the four movies. Yeah, absolutely. 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 So that that's where I was coming from with that one. God damn. Elephant up there. Oh. Elephant up there. I should check these controls before, because Hero sometimes plays freaking. Well, I can hear you, and you can hear me, so I think we're okay. Right. Is that yeah. my, that's your phone. Yes. My phone's somewhere else. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So, uh, did you, was there anything that came to you over the, uh, over the last week on the uh, Jaws 3? In terms of. But the review, I just thought, I thought when I was editing the, the, listen to part two, the beginning of the part two, I thought that was a really good, just a really, we, we do why our best. Why would you not tell them to listen to both parts? Well, don't, just ignore the, ignore the first part. <laughs> <laughs> ignore that train ignore, wreck. Ignore the first part of 
me reviewing all of Jaws 2 yeah. in about 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you having a mental breakdown I because did. I wouldn't play along with you. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. Um It was funny. I mean, <laughs> hilarious. It was. Sure. No, but the Jaws 2 part 2, Jaws 3 part 2. Uh we had a really good discussion about vacation rental vacation homes. Yes. You know. And I thought that was brilliant. Our best shit is when we go off on tangents that have sure. nothing to do well are that are related to the movie in some way. Oh, of course, you know. Of course, I've been told that that my the favorite two things that they've uh, well they haven't heard the the new one, but the their favorite thing is our conversation during um, the crow. Our about music? No. About Halloween and. <laughs> My sister's uh, car. Yes, that's gotten a lot of <laughs> that's gotten a lot of a uh, lot of attention. Uh, we did crow last Saturday. I mean, not last last summer. Right. We have an extensive library. If you uh, if you've just joined us for the first time, yeah. ever expanding. Shitload of movies. Just like my waistline. Well, you know, we've been sitting around unless you're protesting. Then it's okay. Then yeah. then you're allowed to. Yeah. That's fine. Well, we we have um, scheduled. My son's graduation protest. That's coming up. That's awesome. So that, that'll be fun. We're having a uh, fantasy football protest uh, on Saturday night. Yeah. Here, here, yes. Yeah, I'm going to try to attend yes, your so. protest, but unfortunately I have a uh, deck-building protest, protest to go to yes. earlier in the day. So That's I have to see how that works out. Well, you got to exercise your First Amendment right in various ways. Sure. You know, that's important. And you need to keep your energy up. You need to keep your energy up. Absolutely. But, you know, speaking of First Amendment, holy shit, dude. I just got back. How'd you forget? Yes, yes. Um. So, uh, before that, so Jaws 3, listen to the episode. A shitty movie. Paul thinks it's a great movie. We disagree. I didn't say it was a great movie. Moving on. I along, enjoy it. Moving along, so. Since because it's campy since and we ha- shitty. Since we have a restraining order for the Jiffy Lubes in the greater Baltimore area. Yes. Um, we decide to send you. A cease and desist. I don't know if that's <laughs> still a. Is that actually a restraining order or well, a cease and desist? Cease and desist of coming onto the pre- premises, yes. Oh, okay. Um, I thought restraining orders is when you couldn't come within so much space yeah, as a, an actual person. Yeah, well, the owners of the, the Jiffy Lube, the franchise that you see on the commercials, they yeah. don't want you anywhere around the place. Well, I, th- I thought that's what I read. I just didn't see restraining order. And, you know, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, that's all right. Timmy, I is. don't even play one on fucking TV. By the way, does Timmy still listen to this shit? Yes. Hey, hey, Timmy, Um, I just want to let you know that I'm still right. You said that they were going to stop at one statue. Now, there's <laughs> now they're tearing down every fucking statue. Oh, yeah. I told you. Christopher Columbus is headless now. Wait till they get to Washington. Fuck that. Well, I don't want to get. Well, I don't give a shit. But say, Timmy, as usual, I'm right. As usual. Timmy's too busy to be right or wrong. What's he? What's he busy with now? What well, kind? He's working on a partnership. Oh. He's going to be a partner in a big law firm soon. Oh, really? Yeah. A big law firm. He's working like hundred-hour weeks, man. Oof. Hey, dude, like, I feel bad for him. He spent his 20s working, like, 20-hour weeks. Really? Yeah, dude, he worked for this old man who never paid any attention to him, and he just pay- took a paycheck from the guy. I mean, it, it, he no literally shit. did next to nothing for that guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
What, 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 do you, what do you want me to say about that? I didn't work there. It's not like I was examining that. I had he did no nothing. idea. I had no idea. So he just worked 20 hour weeks there, huh? Like, I don't know what he worked. And it doesn't really matter. It, you know, 20, 25, does it really matter? It doesn't that matter. Much yeah. difference? Yeah. You know, he, he was a head and pucked husband back then. Now he's a man in charge. I think his dick grew three inches that day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's four inches long, is what you're telling me. I would not say that. <laughs> I'm sure that my cousin has a luscious cock. <laughs> Wonderful. So he's working 100 hour weeks. Good for him. Yeah. Working finally working on that big payday, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm 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 happy for him. He'll be a partner sooner or later. Good for him. So he's like practiced eight different types of law too, hasn't he? Uh, yes. And now he's in, I guess, family law again. <laughs> I guess that's what he's doing. He's like criminal immigration. Well, he's kind of managing, like, he's not a managing partner, obviously, but he's kind of like managing other lawyers. Oh, he's and overseeing shit. other lawyers. Yeah, so he, he has his own <laughs> cases. So they're working 20 hours. <laughs> yeah, they're working 20 hours. He's working fucking 100 hours, and they're all working 20. What type of management experience does he have? Uh, I think that he worked at a shoe store once. I don't well, know. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad they read it <laughs> <No>. thoroughly. <laughs> No, he's uh he ran his own department at uh the last law firm oh, okay. when he was you know getting the illegals off. Oh, well okay. he I don't know if he actually ever got a single illegal off. I think he, he just managed to postpone them for you know eternity, right. which is good enough for most uh, illegals in the state of, of Maryland. Right, they're just as happy to get postponed for another three years. Why not? Nobody's paying attention to them anyway these days. Nah, nah. We're on to bigger and better things. <laughs> like getting our ass whooped. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Like the goddamn <laughs> stock market today. Holy dude, crap. Dude. What happened? I lost. Okay. Here's what happened. I I gained, like, in my portfolio, and this is not me bragging. This is just me being serious. Yeah. Because I bought a couple stocks really effing low. I gained, like, something like 30 grand last week. Yeah. I lost about 28 grand this week. <laughs> I haven't lost money yet, but it's going to go back up. I bought, like, Carnival at, like, oh, eight yeah, bucks a dude. share and shit. I want to make mint on that, and I want to give it all to my wife because she controls everything in this house. Sure. That's okay to say that. And uh, now that you're a stockholder, you can make Carnival bend to your will. Technically. That's what my dad does. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he owns stock in different companies, and then he, when he gets pissed off at those uh, that people aren't doing what he wants, he huh? calls the fucking no shit. Like, upper corporate <laughs> I should give I should give your dad like power of attorney for me for for me just to call up the, you know all the all stocks <laughs> own, and and just to give him hell. But there there are like but with Carnival if you own a hundred shares yeah and you go on a Carnival cruise they uh -huh. give you a two hundred and fifty dollar, uh, like cruise credit. A hundred? That's it. Two hundred fifty. A hundred shares you get two hundred fifty dollar credit on. Well, shit! On. If, is it still eight dollars a share? No, it's like uh, eighteen dollars a share. Oh. It was up to like twenty eight last week. Oh, so you can imagine how much. Oh, uh, you should have told me, man. You just got to look out for dude, me, man. I, I, I don't dude, have. You should buy it now. I'm dead serious. You should buy it now or tomorrow. I mean tomorrow. I mean I I I'm not a stock investor, stock broker, or anybody like. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're not giving stock we're advice. We're not giving here. stock advice here. This is a driving podcast show. We're. Buy as much Carnival as humanly possible because Jimmy wants to buy a boat. Carnival, Boeing, <laughs> yeah, Boeing. Disney's still at a good price point. Um, I, those are those are the three. I mean, you got your banks too, Bank of America. But I, I, I like 
I like playing the ones that really got destroyed. Oh yeah. By the coronavirus, the corona bullshit. Yeah. As I'm calling it now. Of course, they're going with the second wave narrative. Everybody's like, "Fuck off." Yeah. Well, now it's they they have been jumping crazy on Fox Network today about how the numbers are going up everywhere. Dude, you think they're over cares? two million and there's 113 deaths yeah. and it's like nobody cares. Seriously, nobody really? cares. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody care. We just saw two weeks of fucking escape from New York out there. Yep. And you're going to tell us, you gotta be, no, I'm not going to be careful. Speaking of escape from New York. 50% of the deaths are in nursing homes and kiss my ass. We, uh, we, we've gotten a complaint. First registered complaint. Oh, really? Yeah. We have not done any Kurt Russell films. I had to think about it, too. We haven't. We have not done a single Kurt Russell film. And... Speaking of Mortal Kombat, as I'm sitting there just turning the movie on oh. this week, I'm like, how the hell are we doing Mortal Kombat before a Kurt Russell movie? Big Trouble in Little China. That's exactly because the movie I was that's the yeah. better of the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same movie, but Big Trouble in Little China is the better of the two. Um. And that that doesn't reflect my review because I think a lot of people are going to be surprised with my review this week of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yes. Um. There's so many Kurt Russell movies we could do, though. Uh, yep, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., uh, Death Proof, um, <laughs> freaking... How are we not doing Steven Seagal movies so far? Oh, uh, <laughs> You know why? Because I think we talked about doing Above the Law, and, there was, and then something came up and we got sidetracked. The problem is we had a bunch of movies scheduled out, and we just completely didn't do the scheduled movies. Yeah, how we do that? So you know how this came up, dude. I was no, drunk. I have like no idea. Past weekend or something. Like I was drunk on the couch. So I do on the weekends. I'm crying. Uh huh. <laughs> I cry because I got my wife beat me down, and the kids have thoroughly exhausted me. You know where I'm talking about. Sure. Yeah, I'm a broken man. So I just drink. I uh-huh. don't drink during the week. I mean, I'll have a couple on Thursday nights just to kind of chill me out. Um. But. Friday and Saturday night is when I drink. And because I'm not drinking during the week, I don't have a very high alcohol tolerance. But the shit that I like to drink is high content. High content, yeah. So it's, you know, I'm not fucking sipping on limoncellos and shit. So, you know, what have you. I'm down. Down. So, so uh, in wake of all this, you know. In wake of the, the restraining com- order. The restraining, <laughs> restraining order. <laughs> Uh, and, and the communist wave that is, you know, just. I was able to get a very, very cheap flight. To Seattle. To Seattle. Yes. And you visited. As a matter of fact, I just, my plane just got in not too long yes. ago. I mean, it was only about a half an hour ago that I got off the plane. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I visited the new country. The new country that has, has, has emerged in downtown Santa, right? Yes. Yes. It was, it was beautiful seven by seven block. That uh, known as Capitol Hill's uh, autonomous zone, ah. or the Chaz. Ch- the Chaz. That's yeah. what we like to call it. <laughs> the Chaz. Us, you know. So yeah, I saw pictures. Us of Chazers ch- are in oh. the know. Okay. So, so did you actually? Did they? How did they receive you there? That's what I would like to. know. Well, I had to pretend that I was homeless. Oh. Because well. you can't get past the armed guards unless you either live there or you're homeless. 
Okay. Now, th- now we mean armed guards. Oh, uh, they have armed guards at at the um, pretty much on the border of this. Well, there's a border. Uh, yes, yes. It's a seven by s- seven by seven block section of Seattle. Uh huh. Call and and it's called the autonomous zone, or the Chaz. Thank you. Chaz. Um, Chaz. Th- <laughs> and uh, the they Chaz. have armed guards a- around their uh, uh, their wall. Oh, so they have a wall. Yes. Why do they have a wall? Do they I explain to what? Are they trying to keep people out? Uh, apparently. People who aren't officially pe- homeless. People who don't belong there or are not homeless because they don't want to be called, you know, I don't know, bigots of some sort. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Well, see, what I did was I hid in a group okay. of homeless. Okay. Okay. We smelled. Mm-hmm. Really bad, and I think that's why they kind of just stayed the fuck away from us. Uh-huh. But see, the cool thing was, was that Seattle mm-hmm. was providing like a shit ton of food for us. Like we had all this oh. free food. I, I guess all these. I don't know where it actually came from because I didn't care because it just said free food. Uh-huh. So like me and all the rest of the homeless, we just ate all the fucking food. Uh-huh. Well, at least they fed you. I mean, I'm. I'm well, I'm I don't know that technically that. they fed us because now they're. You know, the reason I left and was able to get back here in time for the show mm-hmm. was because there's no food anymore, and they they were expecting Seattle to send them more food. Was there some and they were trying to kick all the, the, the homeless out was of Was there some the type of trade agreement or something like that between Seattle and, and this Apparently new country? Apparently, there is a, uh, a group of people that are claiming to be the police of the Chaz. Uh, wait but so they don't go by police. Okay. They go by the people of the Chaz. The and uh, uh, that's their title. We are the people of the, the people Chaz. Of Ch- okay, so they're not the police. So they yes. don't have any guns, right? Because they want to... Well, bomb. the guns are all around the Chaz. So, like, you can't you can't really freely go in and out of the Chaz because, okay. you know, it's a separate autonomous zone from <laughs> the rest of the United States. Interesting. There's signs that say you're now leaving the United the U.S. because they don't know how to spell United States, apparently. <laughs> They just put U.S. I guess you uni- if you put United States, it must be racist. Now, I think I heard of something about them not having food, but they plant a garden or something. I don't remember the garden unless that's the thing that we were dancing on the second night. Oh. It's possible because they were like, what are you doing? That's the garden of something. And right. I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I was way drunk by way then. Way drunk by then. So. Yeah. I, I think I got herpes, too. Oh. You know, I, I, I hate to, you oh, know, why bring herpes? the whole show down. Yeah. But, you know, Ethel. Ethel. Uh, she, I don't know if I was fucking Ethel or her cat. No. I really don't mm. know. So I either have herpes. Well, I don't know if cats have herpes. Well, no, I, I would have gotten herpes from Ethel. Oh, okay. But if I fucked her cat, I might have gotten Another COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure which. <laughs> So I either have COVID nineteen or herpes, this one or the good, other. Right this now. is some good shit. So, so now the main point of you going there was to promote the show. Has anybody there heard of us? Do we have any death threats? Uh, believe it or not, there was multiple people there, mm. um, and they kept on sitting there saying, "We wanted a drive-in." We want to drive in. We want to drive. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It wasn't they wanted to drive in. They wanted to drive by. 
Uh-huh. I, I don't understand what the fuck they would like. They or maybe they were saying that there is a drive by. I really, I oh. dude, I was so drunk. I don't yeah. really recall they exactly a, what they, they were saying. They wanted a drive by and see us, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But they were, there didn't seem to be a lot of um, stores. Like most of the stores, uh, most of the owner of the stores had left, and uh-huh. the ones that had stayed there, uh, apparently they were being extorted. Wait, no, uh, no, 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 no. Let's let's let's. In this environment, we have to be politically correct. Okay. They paid a protection fee. Oh, that's true. It, yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, in the autonomous zone, <laughs> they called it a protection fee. They also called it a protection fee in 1965 New York right. when the mob was doing it. So it's that's where they got the idea. Yeah. That's, it's, it's good of them. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're adventurous people, you know. and uh, Honestly, if I knew I was going to, you know, if I had the time. I would have said we should have done cuffs, which is kind of based on that private uh, policing. It's funny. And it's very similar to what's going on in the Chaz, except the Chaz is basically just... uh, Lord of the Flies. Yes, Lord of the Flies is the best way to put it. It's funny. Matter of fact, the third night we might have eaten Piggy. I don't really care. That's that's fine. You got to do what you got to do there. You know, it it seems like an idea. Again, given the environment and the fact that with, mm, there's different rules for everybody nowadays. Yep. If you're like us, you have to follow the rules. Like who? You? Uh, us. If people. you're white? White males. We, okay, so you like we, Jimmy. We, you like Jimmy. We may have to you know, follow certain rules and, you know... I identify as a six-year-old black child. Okay, so well then, okay. I don't uh, even believe in sex, so it's anti-gendered. Yes, um, but you know, yeah, it's 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 cool. You know, we can ignore the entire fact that human trafficking is increasing in this country. That that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. We've got statues to tear down. Yeah, it doesn't matter that some. There was no statues there. They tore all that shit down. Oh, okay. I already missed the turn to them burning it. It doesn't matter that some poor 10-year-old foster girl is sleeping on a cement floor of some rich guy being abused because... Oh, you're bringing the show down. We've got fucking statues to tear down and things to bitch about that are not true, like systematic racism. We're going to go somewhere else, though. Or let's <laughs> talk about... Let's spray, paint, let's, uh, spray paint the wall yeah, that spray celebrates the black regime from the Civil War. Yeah, let's do something like that or destroy <laughs> people who are abolitionists and shit like no, that. Sure, why not? You know, about black Lives Matter can stuff my cock. Anyway, um, <laughs> shall we go on? Well, I'm back, and I, I'm trying to put the entire experience behind me at this point in time, so... I don't know. Is there any? Did you, did you have give any anybody other my phone number by chance? No. Uh, I got some. Got some messages. Oh, shit. Got some messages. Ignored them. Oh. Ignored them. They said something about finding my phone by GPS, and you know, I, I just we'll take care of it. Okay. Well, see, I don't know. I lost my phone while it was there. Oh, so you lost maybe it. Someone didn't borrow it by chance. I it's a collective. Well, yeah, I guess it's a collective. They pass it around. They, I don't know what they did with it. Yeah. I know it was 
dirty when I got it back. Oh, I'm sure it was. Or when I found it, I should say. Buy guns and ammo, people. And I Buy assume plenty of guns and ammo. It's my phone, and honestly, at this point, doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. Anymore. You've already you've got like 18 diseases, and yeah, you know, you you, you liberate it yourself by going there. I'm sorry that you had to go there. But well, at least we have fans there, and that's what matters. The Paul, the Paul tour is going on, going forward. Um, as the as the country opens, I will be <laughs> visiting more locations. Fantastic. So let's get to the movie. We've got we've got uh, we've got ourselves a humdinger, as we said. We've got the Mortal Ho- Mortal Kombat man, don't we? The original. We do. And and of course, if if. You didn't grow up in our time period because when we grew up, we had and Street Fighter uh, as the two. If you think back to us, it was like Nintendo and all that shit, Mario Brothers and Zelda yep. and all that. Sega and Genesis. Sega Genesis. And all of a sudden, like around Super Nintendo time, this Street Fighter Two appeared. Yep. And it captured the hearts and minds of kids that were our age around that teenagers. Around the time period. Yeah, Street Fighter 2 was huge. Massive, massive. You would actually go to an arcade to play it. Of course, yeah. You know, you would go to an arcade to play Street Fighter 2. I remember going to the arcade in Zaverta Park. I remember going to the arcade in, uh, remember when there was an arcade in Marley Station? Right. Champions. would play it there. And then out of the blue came this game from Midway called Mortal Kombat. Right, and it fucking blew our mind because it was... Street Fighter with realism. With realism. Like, they were real-looking characters. Yes. They looked like they were action-motion characters. Yes. And then, on top of that, then we find out there's fatalities. Yes. And all kinds of craziness. You could pull the spine out of somebody, wave it around like a damn flag, blood dripping out of it, and you win that way. And that was it. Right. So you you want the moral you want the <coughs> arcade to play Mortal Kombat. Then they released it for the console. The consoles. Yeah. And that's when you really learn how to do that. all the fatalities for each character. I remember Mortal Kombat the original one, you had what? You had Scorpion, you had Sub-Zero, both of those extremely popular characters. Yeah. Johnny Cage my personal favorite. Oh, I hate Cage. Everybody does. Everybody hates Cage. Not in this movie, but I hated Cage uh. in the video game. I mean, he's got he had the shadow kick, the ball punch, and he had something else too. But I always found it hard to do those moves. They're I hard. think that's why I didn't do it. Then you had Kano. Kano, which his big move was the the like those turning into a ball and shooting across, and then doing yeah. the little oh oh that that was Baraka that, that had the uh, the swords, and that might have been Mortal Kombat two. I'm not sure. Was he more? I, I don't know. It's, so it's hard to remember. So it was original eight people. It was eight people in the original Mortal Kombat. It was yeah, it was it was it was the two it was Scorpion, Sub Zero, um, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, Raiden, Liu Kang, uh, uh, Kano. Was it seven? Maybe I it was, don't recall. It was seven, the original characters. Maybe there were seven. It, I I don't recall right now. I don't think it matters, but go on. So, yeah, you had that, and that was extremely, I mean, I just remember. You wasted money and hours on those Money and hours learning how to do the fatalities, and it was like once you beat the guy, you, you raced to 
enter that ridiculous code to rip the guy's spine off or rip his intestines out. Yeah. You know, or something cool. I think, what, Scorpion ripped his mask off and set the guy on fire yeah. and Sub-Zero froze him and just uppercutted him or something, knocked his head off. I, I don't I don't remember all the fatalities, but they were some pretty brutal fatalities. And this game, and this damn franchise just took off from there. It's still around. Yeah, it's still around. Was it Mortal Kombat 11 is the latest yeah, one? Yeah, that just released that, and of course, then they have all the uh, the games that were based on the same technology, like the um, the Injustice games. Oh, which that's had right. DC DC characters in it. So it was just the same engine. It's the same exact engine, but it's with just DC, DC overlays. Right. right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. But I've seen that. It's. it's I mean, it, it's increased. I was looking last night. And they've had different type of games. Like, they had an adventure game with Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah. They weren't all There's just straight fighting games. two Sub-Zeros. I had no idea about that. There's, like, a whole story behind Mortal Kombat. I mean, I didn't get into that much, you know, yeah. in the Mortal Kombat. But there's apparently this gigantic, just, pantheon. There's apparently 60, 62 fighters. <coughs> yeah, there's a ton of them. Uh, now, have you played any Mortal Kombat games lately in the past couple years? Uh, I just bought 11, and I played 10 for a little while. So um, how many characters can you be? I mean, can you be all 62 of those characters? Or no, I, I think the the last one I played, I think there was like 32 characters. 32 characters? Yeah. And there's a lot of them that I don't even recognize. Yeah, but you you got to remember, like, there's all the robots. Yeah. So you had Skeptor and uh, Cyrax and... Uh, there was a blue one. I can't remember his name. And then you had the the ninjas, which was Sub Zero, Reptile, Ermac. Um, Ermac. I remember or Ermac. Yeah. And then there was uh, Noob Sabot, and um, of course uh, uh, Scorpion. So those were all the different ninjas that you could be. And then there was. Um, like Liu Kang and then Kung Lao came out in the sequel. Um, th- then, of course, you find out that Kung Lao was Liu Kang's father, which was kind of weird. Um, there was just a lot of, you know, it, they just kept building and building and building. What the hell is this shit? That's not Mortal Kombat. That's not Mortal Kombat. I don't know where the hell that came from. So she said you had ten hours of Mortal Kombat. I'm I'm look I do it's still there. I'm just I'm looking to see. I'm looking to see who else was in the original game. Oh, okay. You could have just asked me. I could have looked it up if you were that worried about it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't matter because we're not we're not talking about playing this video game because that's where it came up. Everybody knows Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter Two. I don't think there was another fighting game. There's like probably Marvel versus Cop- Capcom, but just like uh, the yeah, DC. Yeah, but those weren't. Those were a different engine, and they yeah. just definitely didn't do as well. It was the it was two best were Street Fighter two and Mortal Kombat, and probably Mortal Kombat three was yes, probably Mortal Kombat three the was top of the line. I agree uh, for the Mortal Kombat's until you got later on, and they got into three dimensions yeah, and all that craziness, you know. which it's a whole different game now. Yeah, I remember Molina with the with the she was hot, but when she took her mask off, she was like, you know, "Oh yeah, ugly. but ugly." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's like any girl in the bar. <laughs> after you have like eighteen beers, <laughs> I've seen some. I've seen some tragedies. Let me tell you about one tragedy. Okay, go ahead. So, 
Dad, Dan, this was back. Had to be 99, 98. Uh, me. And John, I don't know if you ever met John Wolf. You might have met John Wolf one time. Um, then my friend Vinny from the gym. He's a short little Vinny from the gym that plays a very important part in the story. He was like four foot ten. He was wider than he was tall. Really nice guy. Seven characters. That's about figure. That's that. Does nobody else stop? Oh, so. so we all met at Bally's up in Glen Burnie. Right. We formed this bond there and. What we decided to do was during the summertime we would we would rent room at the Francis Scott Key Hotel, which was a nice hotel, um, but it was very cheap. But it was a nice hotel because it was across the bridge. It wasn't in downtown Ocean City. It was right. It was literally right across the bridge. Right, right. So it wasn't like we're living in it, like we rented a Roach Motel. It was nice. So we go there. F- we leave. After work on whatever, you know, our shifts on Friday, get down Sorry, there. there's eight with Reptile. Reptile was, was a, a secret character. character. Yeah, that's okay. We'll get to that. Go ahead. So, we would, we would, um, we would take weekend trips down there. That's just what we did. Right. You know, I was, this was in college, so I was lifeguarding. So, I would make, and I was a boss of the pool, so I would give myself, you know, during, throughout the week, I'd bust my ass and I'd give myself the week, you know, weekend off. This one time, it, w- it was just John and I went down there. Oh, you were lifeguarding at a pole. Yes. Okay, I, I thought you meant you were lifeguarding at at the ocean. Oh I God, like, no! What? Oh, no, 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 no! I would never do that. Baywatch night. Baywatch night. Yeah, there was a Baywatch night, wasn't there? Yes. So, so um, it was just John and I one time. We go down there, and there is this club. It's still there called Secrets. It's yes. Huge now, but back then it was like a a reggae bar. It wasn't. It wasn't huge. It was popular, but it wasn't what it is now. And that was the second or third iteration of Secrets by then. Yes. Because at one point in time, it was an underage club. Yes. Uh, then there was a. They went through the um, the foam phase where you would go and they would have like all the foam. You yeah, know, we they would shoot in all the fucking foam. Yeah, and we didn't stupid do the foam. shit like that. So we went. It was essentially. Just the beach bar. It was beach and just reggae music. Right. They, they didn't even have the New York club attached to it yet. This was when it was really secret. This is when it was cool. Oh, okay. This is when we would I mean, we would drive down there. This is old men saying, this is when it was cool. This is when it was cool. Not like it is now. <laughs> this is when we were still free and not guilty of everything in the fucking world. Uh, so we'd go down there and we get to this club called Secrets. And there's something called uh, the Rum Runners they had. They were legendary. They had Rum Runners and they had uh, the banana drink. But we, the Rum Runners were the strongest. And we'd make sure that we'd get them to put the 151 rum into the straw. Mm-hmm. It's called a floater. So what you do is you suck it down really quick. That 151 would get to you and you were already having a good time. Right. You know, that's, that's how you do it, you know. You're not, buy, you're not doing a bunch of shots. You're just paying for that floater on top. So there's this one time we were there, and of course, you know, when you're drunk, you got liquid courage, and we run into, I run into this attractive girl, I think she was from Pennsylvania or something like that, I don't remember. Well, unfortunately, her friend wasn't that attractive. And when I know, I'm not trying to be, I'm just telling how it is, all right, she was, 
a rather uh, healthy girl. You know, she enjoyed her uh, cheesesteaks from Pen- uh, from Pittsburgh. Let's just say that, okay? And God bless John. God bless John. He fell, like, was it Delta Force? Remember that one guy just jumped on the grenade? Yeah. And it blew up in him? Mm-hmm. John took it like a man. Sure. And the ugly part is we went back to her hotel. I'm not going to get into details. Go on and sleep with her. I don't, I don't do that. But then I look over, and he was enjoying himself. So I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Look, he didn't jump on he a did, grenade. He didn't jump on the grenade. Then he just. He just liked that. I think he was just drunk. The thing with John, he's a great guy. Oh, my, he's a great guy. You'd find John in the tub. Every effing morning, and that's where we put the we fill the tub with ice and uh-huh. beer. Right. And he would just find himself in the tub every, and he would just drink, and drink. Jesus. Not a fact. He would work out. You know, you know, whatever. He's happily married. He has you know two lovely girls now. I know. I'm dating him. That's that's great. Both. So, so you know, we say our goodbyes that night and all that. <laughs> so, a few weeks later. Back at secrets and all that. I'm having a good time. Like, yeah, I'm getting my 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 groove on. Same girl. She comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh man, I ghosted her. Well, at that time, the term ghost wasn't around. I just didn't call her. All right. I just you know I was I was like 21. 20, I don't even remember how old I was. I was just I didn't feel I was 21. I didn't feel like doing that stuff. I just was going out in the secrets to have a good time. Uh huh. She comes out of nowhere. I'm like, oh. There's your friend. It was kind of late, so I'm like, all right. <laughs> Let's just go back to the room. We'll all drink. And we went to, like, uh, like the pancake house there, one of those pancake houses. That's what that's what you do, you know? Dumpsters. And dumpsters somewhere. And then we went to the front, and we were just drinking. We were just drinking. John was trashed. He was no good anymore. I don't know. See, I, I was never... That much that, of a drinker. That much of a drinker. Yeah. So he's in the tub. And I'm out I'm hey. out in the balcony because there's a balcony because it, it was a hotel. I mean, it wasn't an indoor motel. You know, you get to your rooms from right. the balcony. So I'm outside talking to her, trying to be as nice as possible. I'm not a jerk, you know. And it's like, I'm really, you're attractive, but you're really not my type. You know, I just, where's, where's Vinny and, and your friend? Remember I told you Vinny was like four foot two? Yep. And she was a rather healthy girl. I'm like, I wonder if. So I slowly opened the door, and I swear to God, remember, remember that 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 game show Price is Right, that one game they play with the yodeling guy who's yes. climbing up the mountain. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, as I looked in, I saw what was in front of me. That's the music that came on because little four foot tall uh, Vinny was literally climbing the mountain, climbing the mountain like he was looking like a mountain climber on one side. Yeah, and I just busted out laughing. It was the funniest effing thing. When you've had like eight run runners in you, of course. And he was going. That girl, her friend, I hooked up her friend more than anybody I guarantee she's ever hooked up with in her life. Huh? I don't know where I came out with that, that. That story came out of. What does that have to do with Mortal Kombat? Because he suffered his fatality, but it wasn't there like a sexuality and all that stuff. With two, there's like. Uh, there was friendship, and then there was be- there was bestialities. 
Yeah, it was a beastiality. But that w- you would turn the into a beast and kill the that's opponent what, that's as what a beast. That's what happened. I was expecting you to say that, like, as the yodeler, he was climbing up the one side and he got to the top and fell off over the other dude, side. Dude, he literally looked like he was <laughs> – she was, like, laying on her back, okay? Yep. And it literally looked like he was, like, leaning on one side of her. And he was trying to plant his pole. He was doing something. I mean, on it was – On the top of the mountain. He couldn't get on top of her. He was on, he was leaning on one side of her. Look, he's forming a damn teepee. If there was another t- Vinny on the other side, they would have formed a teepee. Sweet. That's beautiful. Yeah. It, it, the way you painted it, it was like I was there. You had to be there. Many fun times and secrets. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't invited then. Well. I guess we weren't talking then. No, we were talking. I don't I remember. Think. I don't know. Who knows? We got a movie to do. We. <laughs> we were just starting it. We're <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it turned off, dad damn it. Yeah, I can't sing it. I I, I have no singing that voice. That soundtrack, anymore. now that Mortal Kombat soundtrack was huge. <sighs> that song was huge. Was I don't mad. know that any other no. songs on that the, got the, big. the soundtrack went platinum, apparently. Just they for that be. song, though, dude. That song was so big the summer this movie came out. It was, it was a huge, enormous hit. Was it on like ninety nine point one all the time? It was on everything all the time. Yeah, yeah. It was, and, and it was kind of the the same time that you know raving was starting to come into play. Yes, and, the Prodigy you know, and all that. Right, and Prodigy was a maybe the next year where Prodigy started getting big. So this kind of rave music and the the uh, BD what do they call it BDM BDM, or, BDM which is popular now. Yeah, that kind of shit was just starting to come into play at the time. The reason why we're eating a bunch of time because this movie's not going to take us very long, though. Okay, well, let's get started, dude. All right. So, Mortal Kombat. Um, God damn, okay. Uh, Alan Platinum. Believe it or not, this, this movie came out in, 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 in 1995. It's ironic because the first time that I saw it was during that summer of 95. What I would do is I would go to Bally's. I was just being a lifeguard as well. Um, it, was a, it was a year before. Wait, maybe I wasn't being a lifeguard. I was working for my dad. No, I was working at uh, Suncoast. Okay, Suncoast Video. Suncoast Video. Was that the, was that the music for? I don't think it was. Yeah. So um the the so that was between my junior and senior year. So I'd go to Bally's and just go to the movies like in the middle of the week during the summertime. I wasn't doing a damn thing, and I saw this movie there. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, okay. I saw Mortal Kombat. Um, believe it or not, this movie was actually considered a hit. It was number one in the box office for three straight weeks. Okay. It was like this. Set. It's completely believable. I mean, yeah. this this first off, it was a PG thirteen movie. Mm-hmm. It was kind of edgy. Yes. Uh, yes, it was. And it was in the vein of like the Crow and those kind of movies. Yes. Uh, it it registered with the gamers. It registered with the. Uh, you had this music which registered with your you know. Uh, uh, more pop type crowd. Right. And it also registered with the grunge crowd because the everything. darkness of the game. It was very dark. Very so it's not a surprise that it did well. I mean, the only people it wouldn't have done well with is, like, parents and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I couldn't see my parents going to see this movie. No, I couldn't. It was just one of those movies where... <clears throat> right time, right place? Yes, it was. It was, okay. 
So let's start off. So so this I would call this an ensemble cast of nobody and Christopher Lambert. Yeah, I think at the time that's an accurate statement. I'm trying to think who else was in this movie who was like it was Christopher Lambert. Yeah, I mean they they the people in this movie kind of had other movies like and the Sampras's wife. Sampras's wife had already been in Billy Madison by now. Yeah. Um but you know, Liu Kang went on to do Beverly Hills Ninja, and then he did... Uh, <laughs> the which was Mullet. And then he did another... Um, he did the sequel for Mortal Kombat. And then after that, he, it was kind of mostly B-movies for him. Yeah. <coughs> um, and then uh, Johnny Cage still acts now. Um, oh, it does? You wouldn't recognize him at all. He doesn't look anything like he did in that. Uh, he was great. <laughs> he was great as Johnny Cage. I thought so too, and I was going to wait till we got to the introduction of the characters. Okay, to sorry. Give my opinion. I, I completely screwed. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm sorry. Well, I'm trying not to jump ahead. I'm not going to do any of it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the um. So where were we? Oh, okay. So the movie starts in a dream sequence. Dream sequence of Liu Kang. Yeah. Where there's a flashback to Liu Kang's brother getting his ass whooped. Yeah, I thought you were going to say his name, but his name doesn't matter because he's never in any game ever, has nothing to do with any storylines yes. or anything else. He's literally just his brother. He's just his brother. So they're in some like... And Shang Tsung... Kicks his ass. She kicks his ass and then points to the camera and they're in the some the scenery is like some monk Asian monk temple or something like that. Okay, since you brought up the scenery, uh let's discuss the fact that the scenery in this movie fucking awesome. It is great. Yeah, it you know matches what? they do such a goddamn they, good they job do. matching up with the 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 cosmetic of the game. Which is what it should be. And, and they a movie. just, they, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It's fantastic. So it, it, that right off the bat, I mean, I think a lot of people think Mortal Kombat and they immediately think it's a shitty video game movie. I will say it's not. I actually w sat down to watch this earlier this week. I watched it twice this week. And I sat down to watch it and I had expectations of this being crap because mm -hmm. I because I, it had been years since I had mm -hmm. seen it last and I was pleasantly surprised it was a video game movie and it was based off the video game that I mean there are flaws and no, we'll, there, get to there, we'll get to those flaws because we do that you know uh, we'll get there <laughs> very quickly but I'm gonna say cosmetically uh, the scenery in this movie was wonderful um, cast wise uh, I think that they made very good choices mm -hmm. uh, visually yes. uh, for every character. Um, I don't think that there was any, you know, other than the little brother character, I can't think of any character that looked out of place. I agree. I mean, just physically, they're, they're, no, they're, they're, they're visual. Yeah. I agree. Um, we'll get to the actual characters as, w as they're introduced. Right. Well, let's introduce so the first character introduced is Liu Kang as he wakes up. Right. To this, like, green-filtered bedroom of his where he's got his bicycle and <laughs> shit hanging up on the wall. And he's freaking out because he doesn't know what's going on. He's got this awesome mullet. But and he also has a... <laughs> I 
a note from home. <laughs> a, 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 what do they call those? A Western Union telegram. A, West, a telegram. A Western Union telegram. Where you I know, don't even know if they have telegrams anymore. I don't know either. But they, he does have a fabulous mullet. Yeah. That mullet is fabulous. It is, um, but it fit the character yes. fine. Like, I didn't, you never really say, holy shit, that's a really, that's a fucking mullet. It you know what mullet. I mean? Uh, no, I actually, I was like, man, here's the mullet again. <laughs> He's kind of an ass to the movie, but whatever. Okay. Yes. Liu Kang? He's a smart ass in the movie. Oh, he's smart ass, sure. Yeah. I thought you said he was an ass. No, I'm sorry. I should have clarified. He's a smart ass in the movie. Um, okay, so he's got this yeah. this telegram. Then there's uh, we're introduced to, I don't know, yeah, there's like some club or something where we're introduced to Sonya Blagan and Jax. Say, Squeezing Jax, who is really was introduced in Mortal Kombat 2. Right. And um, Kanu is there. Well, wait a minute. Okay. What is her first line? I don't know. What is it? There's only one person I trust in this world, and you're talking to her. Yeah, well, she's got a bunch of liners. Oh, yeah. hell. I don't... She's got a bunch of The people lines. who wrote this movie cannot write for women at all. No. But she is by far... Like, Katana's lines are cheesy. They're terrible. But fucking Sonya's lines are Horrible. Yes, they're they're very bad. Absolutely horrible. They're, I mean, and they're and they're they're so bad that they're they're jarring. And you're just like you're grown worthy. You're just like oh, oh god, it is. Did she just so say that? Yes, yeah. dude. That that almost that that first line almost takes you out of the movie. It's so bad. Ugh. Um, and her attitude, which I guess she she's supposed to be tough. Yeah. But she doesn't really come across as tough as much as she comes across as like a egotistical asshole. <laughs> What's funny about it too is like, well, I'll say that for later yeah. about her entire role in it. Yep, <laughs> especially the final scene with her. And John. <laughs> we we'll get to that, but it it, it oh, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> so then we're so little makes sense with Sonya. Exactly. You know, you know, you know. Uh, even though Bridget Wilson Sampras, Pete Tamper's wife, was um, casting this, they originally had it for Cameron Diaz. Oh, really? She was really casting this, but she hurt her uh, wrist in training. I, I think. I mean, she could have pulled it off. I she, guess she, she could. I mean, they approached a lot of stars, like a lot of legitimate stars for this movie. Yeah. So, like they actually introduced. Uh, they wanted Tom Cruise to be cage but he introduced he said uh, he couldn't because he was doing uh, the original uh, mission uh, impossible movie uh-huh and he actually tried to get back on stage just to see what was going on because there's the stage were next to each other and they're like get off piss off tom cruise <laughs> they wouldn't let him on nice i was saying he should be the next willow because he's like five foot one they remake willow or something tom cruise should be willow <laughs> can you see that okay he's a midget i'm telling you man it'd be perfect what what was the one that he did? Legend. Legend, yes. He did legend where with a bunch of uh, vertically challenged individuals. That's when uh, remember Satan had these huge horns. He looked like a damn like a uh, bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad showed me that when I was like five years old. Had nightmares. Sweet. My dad didn't give a shit. He was like, "Gonna watch this with me, okay?" Traumatized. <laughs> I told you not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude! You, your dad and movies. 
Didn't. I mean, you were watching fucking Skinamax oh, with your I was. dad I was. by the time you were like 15. He didn't care. He didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would occasionally come down like, what do you, what do you let him watch? Oh, nothing. Nothing. It just came on. <laughs> Pretty much. Flipping through the channels. Pretty much. He didn't give a shit. And she'd be in the kitchen for 10 minutes and he's still watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's still watching. Don't <laughs> care. Just don't care. <laughs> hey. Hey there. Hey there. So, uh, okay, so we're in this club, or so I don't even know what the hell this is. It's like a club. I think it's Kano's Club. Kano's Club. Kano has this lisp. He's Australian. Was he Australian in Mortal Kombat? No. But he's Australian. He's just in the character. I will say that his makeup looked horrible. Like his eye and his... That I think that it was... It could have been better. But I got to remember it's 1995. Right. I think it could have been better, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, right. eh, whatever. So, so Sonya Blade has a vendetta against Kano for whatever reason. For killing her partner. Oh, is that what it was? I didn't yeah. pick that up. For killing her partner. Um, and you find out during the scene that Shang Tsung is there. Yes. And he's saying, you know, as long as you get her on the, the boat, that I'm going to pay you something. Right. Right. But uh, so um, you, she's going through this crowd, this dance, you know, crowd of crowded room of dancers. Dancers, they're just dancers. So immediately, you figure she's some kind of like part of some kind of military, you know, police force Mm -hmm. of some sort. But she gives no shits about the dancers on the on the floor or anything else. She immediately pulls out this huge goddamn gun, shotgun or something, whatever, and just shoots this fucking guy who just opened fire and. You know, only five feet away and missed everything. That's, that's Mortal Kombat. Uh, and shoots the guy, and not you know, of course he flies backwards like fifteen feet through a plate glass window. Yes, he does. Yes, um, he does. I mean, <laughs> he flies backwards. And the great part is, she goes up, follows him in there, and he's like, "Where's Kano?" And you see a hole in the floor that is obviously some kind of hatch that he went through. <laughs> I have no idea where she. Where is? I don't Kano? know where he is. He went through the hatch, you dumb bitch. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Couldn't have been more obvious. Yeah. Well, she's not exactly the brightest bulb in this movie. No. <laughs> she's horrible. She just doesn't piece things together very well. She doesn't. Well. And, and she, she just makes rash decisions. She's a stick in the mud. She is. She's a stick in the mud. So after that scene's over, so you get this idea that Shang Song hired Kano. Kano to lure Blade to this tournament. Yes. Then we're in the set of a movie scene where... Well, you we don't know it's a movie scene. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It just says Los Angeles. Los Angeles, and we're introduced to Johnny Blade. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, sorry. That's I all right. Johnny Blade down here. I think of Johnny Blaze from uh, Ghost Rider. Right. Uh, we're Johnny Cage, who... Um, what was the name of the guy in Masters of the Universe? Was it just Blades? Or was Master it of Blade? Arms. No, 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 no. In the movie. Oh, I don't know. Okay, never mind then. I th- I think it was just Blades. I don't think it was Might have Johnny been Blades. Blades. I just it just jumped into my head. Sorry. So we're choosing Johnny Cage, who looks like a combination of Rick Astley and David Caruso. Yeah. I mean he's a pretty boy. <laughs> he's but I saw him like Rick Astley, David Caruso. I could see that. Yes. And he's kicking everybody's ass. You think he's in trouble with a bunch of guys that were in No Holds Barred about six, seven years prior. Yeah, it looks the, like in the garage. Uh, in the garage, typical, 
uh, bad guys <laughs> bad, in bad suits. Guy in suits. <laughs> and they all standing in a line <laughs> yeah. and oh. pull out different weapons yeah. each. Who don't know how to use None the of weapons. which are guns. No. <laughs> <laughs> One's got an umbrella. No one takes off his shoe. All right. And, of course, Cage disperses it's not just with the shoe. It's a shoe phone. Shoe phone. <laughs> beats the piss out of him until the last guy. And he's like, this is the part you're supposed to fall. And that's when you realize. He's shooting a movie. He's shooting a movie. He acts like a complete prick. He's walking off. And this is actually the director, like, uh, um, yells at him. That was supposed to be Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I, I kind of got that hint. Yeah. That it was like a Spielberg-esque type thing. Right. So that's where you're supposed to be being another schedule for conflict. Cage goes over and talks to his like master sensei who just m- happens to be reading a newspaper that had like Johnny Cage as a fake. Yeah. And that's where his master's like, you know, you're real, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can prove it by going to this tournament. Now let's go back to the fighting for a second. Oh, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Johnny Cage, the the actor who's playing Johnny Cage. Okay. So, <laughs> do you feel that he looked convincing fighting those guys? No. Okay. Not 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 one bit. But yeah. we are in we're suspend, suspending our belief. Yeah, I understand. But I'm the, there's different levels of like kung fu and karate and everything in this movie, and some of it looks. Really fucking really, good. Really, really good. Like, They're most of the Liu Kang fights look really yes. good. Um, the uh, the Sub-Zero, the other type fights, those look good. Well, the Scorpion fight was good, too. That's what I'm saying, the Scorpion fights. But the Johnny when Johnny Cage is fighting, he, it doesn't hold up well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonya's, of course, doesn't look... Uh, some of her stuff looks okay, and then most of it looks just silly. Is the best way to put it. Silly. She hurt um, herself. Too. But the fight between Katana and, and Liu Kang looked pretty good. So you could no, see good, yeah, different seems, levels. Yeah, different levels. So, well, the point, you know, did you know that Brain Lee? Yeah. Being the crow was actually offered this role? Of, uh, was, of Liu Kang? Of Cage. He was supposed uh, oh, to be I'm Johnny sorry. Cage, but. Johnny uh, Cage? Yes, he was supposed to be Johnny Cage. That's weird. But unfortunately. Johnny Cage was like. Clean-cut American. Yeah. Well, I guess wh- he would have gotten. But he would have been. He would have been dead by then. Yes, that's why he didn't. Is that why he didn't do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. The, he was supposed to be Johnny Cage. What a fucking wuss! And uh, Van, let death get in the way. And then Van Dam was offered a role, but oh, he he, he turned it down for a Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> do we really? Do we have the the five seconds? That we, how much time do we got before the end of this one? Uh, we're on. We're about an hour. Okay. I was trying to get to. Um, the Hong Kong Pier. Okay, we'll do that, and then when we start the next episode, we need to talk about Street Fighter, the okay, movie, okay. a little bit. Okay, I haven't watched that in a long time. You, we don't need to. I, I, there's no need to. But let's just let's get to the let's get to the boat. So as we see, Master uh, Cage is going to go to this tournament, and as we see his Master Sensei walk off, he transforms into Shang Tsung. So you know, there's one of the only CGI scenes that looks I, good. <laughs> The only CGI scene that looked good. Come on. The CGI in this movie was shit. Yes. The CGI in this movie is god-awful. Yes. Um, one of the few things that doesn't hold up very well is, this, is, the, is oh, that CGI. It's horrible. But that particular scene where he changes from Shang Tsung, or from the, the master to Shang Tsung with the flyer, yes. that looked pretty that good. That was cool. Yeah. They spent their money there. 
So then we we are at the Temple of Light in China. Yeah. Really cool scenes, and that's where Liu Kang shows up, um, finds a monk, and that's uh, where it's revealed that he left China, the, the monk place, to go to America, leaving his brother, Li Kang, to get his ass whooped by Shang Tsung. Because he, because Liu Kang wanted to be a Chippendale in Nevada. Apparently. And they didn't, things didn't work out for him there, so he became a delivery boy. So his brother fought in the tournament, lost. Uh, and there's, so Kang's there, he's going to want to fight in this damn tournament. There's a lot of debate between the monks. Yeah, he Dan, wants revenge. And, and they're like, yeah, you're not ready. You left us bullshit. And that's when uh, Raiden, played by Christopher Lambert. Yeah, the only true star in this movie. The only real star in this movie who was also in Highlander. Yes. Uh, and his director had something to do with this movie as well. So he shows up. Um, that's when Kang's like, ah, fuck everybody. He just He's going to do it anyway. He's yep. gonna get his brother's soul. He's gonna get his brother's soul back. Yeah, but to, the, <laughs> to point out the the scene with Raiden and Liu Kang, mm-hmm. where you have the cheesiest like, just I'm just if I'm nobody, then just come take me down. Mm-hmm. And he flips him, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, that is the cheesiest goddamn thing that's in every kung fu movie ever. Is like, I'm the master, you're the student, and I'm going to flip you over. Yes. Yes. You're just not into this, are you? I'm fine, dude. I just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm directing traffic, but I agree. Okay. But I was thinking about the line you're talking about. There's a line here with Raiden says, the stereotypical bullshit where one of the monks is like, he's not ready. Yeah. And Raiden's like, I he's, know. He's all we've got. And <laughs> <laughs> his Christopher Lambert it's, voice. It's the fucking Star Wars. No, there is another. <laughs> oh. You're looking for the little, the the grandfather. To yeah. do the, the Yoda. No, there is another. I just, I, I was like, I'm lying. I'm like, oh, you shit me. Are you shit me? How did Obi Wan Kenobi forget the fact that there was another one? Uh, he was there. He was there. Yoda wasn't. So Sean Connery was offered the role as Raiden. <laughs> he turned it down. <laughs> so we got Tom Cruise, Sean Connery, and Cameron Diaz. We're all offered roles in this movie, and we've got Bridget Wilson. Who, who plays Sean Connery in the Saturday Night Live uh, Jeopardy thing? I don't fucking know. Whoever it is, I think it's um, I think it's the fat guy, uh, the one that's um, Frank Caliando. I think he oh, yeah. did it when he was still skinny. I would have loved to see Frank Caliando as. The hell was that? Was that your phone? It might have been. Yeah. Oh, you got you got an important message over there. No, it's just Steven Crowder. Well, let's just say this. So, so we're we're thing we have it all set up. Yeah. For the tournament, okay. We have Johnny Cage wants to go prove that he's a real fighter. We've got Sonya Blade who wants to find Kano and kick her, his ass. We got Liu Kang who wants revenge to Shang Tsung because Shang Tsung took his brother's soul. Yep. So they're all going to meet this place. McGill and his boat to go to this place to, for the tournament. And right. the boat looked cool. The boat I like cool. the boat. So, but for that, for the time being, our, our, our hour is up, a little right. bit over. Uh, make sure to watch us on, uh, don't watch us yet, um, SoundCloud, all that shit, JB's Driving Podcast, tell you all your friends. We will be back next week for Mortal Kombat Part 2.
Yeah, so, okay, the combatants, they, they gave uh, him a, 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 a knight to bury Art Lean, who is the black guy that won on, uh, you know, the mourner's loss. They buried him in the garden of statues underneath the statue of Kung Lao. This is the only place where Kung Lao appears in the movie. Huh. Well, you would have had to um, insert actually this. had the fight where they where the the scene where Shang Tsung starts around saying, "Okay, we've let them win enough," and then Goro yeah, starts. I, I put this in too them. soon. I okay. I'm gonna say cut that out. We'll go. That's okay. Oh, Jade was also supposed to be here. Blade was supposed to fight Jade, who appears in Mortal Kombat two or three. Or yeah, she wasn't in the first one. Say Goro time. Sang visits Goro, and it's like, okay, they've won enough. And they show Goro just throwing a bunch of guys on driveway stone. Right, One in, There's like 20 guys he beats. Um, then All he beats the no up. Names. Then he beats up Art, kills him, takes his soul. <sighs> okay, that, that fight. That fight, okay. At any point in time, did it look like he was doing enough damage to... No. Okay. It, it, it wasn't me. No, it wasn't. Yet. It just doesn't look like. It wasn't like, me. Even when he clubs him down and that's supposed to kill him, it's like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's just so unbelievable, that's all. <laughs> then then uh, Raiden counsels the fighters about how to kill Goro. Typical bullshit is like, you know, typical, typical action – where the mentor is talking to his pupils about, you know... Goro can be beat. You've got to find your inner strength, bullshit. Shang Tsung can... You can take his magic away. Yeah. It doesn't matter what kind of scary, crazy things they can do. It's, he's like, you know, cage you rush in the fights to prove you're not fake. Yep. Sonya Blade, you're, you're afraid you don't need help. <laughs> Who plays no more part in this movie? She beat nope. Kingdom, that was it. And then whispers sweet nothing into her ears. Kang, after he's crying, learns he fears his own destiny. You fear your own. You oh. run away from your own destiny. That's why you went to America. I know I said this six times before, but I'll say it again. Then we have a touching moment as the sun is setting and Jimmy Buffett's playing in the background between <laughs> Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade where he says... He can't. Don't you dare do that to me, What did they fought? What did they form a romantic relationship anywhere in the movie? Uh, okay, I have so many fucking problems with this. First off, what did Raiden just say to Johnny Cage? You are so you are so afraid <laughs> that you immediately will run into any battle. So what does he do? He immediately <laughs> runs into a battle. Yes. Against Goro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agnes, he's it makes no sense whatsoever. No, no. So yeah, that's right. After the, after this touching moment, Cage goes to saying, "Is like I want to fight Goro." Yep. <laughs> and she's like, "What are you? I have a plan. <laughs> I can't let what happened to Art or whatever his Art, name was. Art, the guy that died <laughs> in the guy. last scene. The guy, supporting actor guy." I can't let that happen to you. Don't you dare, Johnny. He <laughs> doesn't even call him Johnny. Don't you dare, Johnny Cage. Like they just shoehorn this shit in. Why am I watching? What the fuck did I just watch? Well, I think by the time the movie came out, they were already like on Mortal Kombat 3 in the games, and by then they were having some kind of a relationship. Yeah. 
So Sang agrees to let him fight Goro if he can challenge the winner or or someone of his choosing. They f- they make that obvious. Oh yeah. If I can challenge the winner, I'm going to challenge or someone of my choosing. Someone of my choosing. And of course, Cage. Who agrees. I've been talking about the entire goddamn yeah. movie. Cage agrees, and then Raiden walks in. No, not so fast. Sang. A uh, deal's a deal. And Too late. Cage's like, I got this. And as, as Cage is walking away, Raiden's like, smiles like, ah. At least one understands. <laughs> understands what? Johnny Cage just like, We're, it's our fight. We're supposed to fight. Finally, one of them gets it. Gets what? Gets what? What the fuck? So. He's doing exactly what you told him not to do. He's rushing into a fight with Goro yes. and then making crazy-ass decisions that have no bearing on the fucking end of the fight. Yes, yes. Stupid. So so, so then we uh, have the fight between Johnny Cage and Goro, which isn't even a fight. Nope, and this is a yet another... <sighs> he goes down, punches <laughs> him in the balls, and runs away. The only thing that would have made the fight even worse is if he just stood above the doorway, mm-hmm. and as soon as he ran out, he just kicked him over the side, and they never even technically yeah. fight. Yeah, which what sort of kind of happens. In the More or less. Goro chases him up into a cliff. <laughs> Goro, like, Cage is, like, hiding. Yep. And Goro comes out, and Cage just pretty much kicks him over the edge. More or less. Now it's time and for you to fall. Now that, that the throwback the part to where you was fall. good. That was yeah, good. Yeah. This is the part where you fall. Yeah. And that was a nice little throwback. Throwback. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It was cool things. Yeah. So what do we have? Then we immediately hear, hear Blade, Sonya Blade, Blade screaming. screaming. <laughs> Sang, Sean Sang is informed by he's exercising. He's worked to challenge Sonya Blade, and they disappear into this purple vortex. Yep. They go into the portal, and Johnny Cage and Liu Kang are immediately trying to follow him into the portal. But Raiden must stop them to tell them, you must follow them into the portal <laughs> to Atworld. This is great. And I can't go with you. And, but Kang's losing his mind. But like, you'll find another guide on the other side. <laughs> well, I like this. It's, it's, uh, Raiden's like, nah, Blade can't, Sonya Blade can't beat Sean Sang. But does it mean anything? Liu Kang's, what do you mean? There's one thing that you don't know. Kang thinks for a minute. <gasps> she has to check the t- She <laughs> has to accept the challenge. <laughs> You've got it. <laughs> why would that need to be guess the answer? Beyond that, why would she have to accept the challenge? He literally said, I can choose whoever I want to challenge. And then afterwards, he's like, I have nothing else to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> you're now ready. You're ready. I've now. taught you nothing, but you're ready. <laughs> you're ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. I have nothing left to teach you. <laughs> so they, so they go through that portal themselves. They end up in this really cool like water. Water brings life. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. So, so Johnny Cage and, and Liu Kang are walking this really cool scene where it looks like a fucking Army of Darkness set. Yep. And Kang's like, hold on for a moment. Backs up and grabs Reptile, who's been spying on him. Yep. Somehow followed him there. 
throws him into this statue, and then we're introduced to Reptile. This is the best fight in the entire. I think so, too. I got to say, I never liked the bicycle kick because yeah. it looked kind of dorky yeah. when you watch it. Yes. But other than that, that is a really good fight. This fight was actually added later. Remember I told you the part about where the test audience wanted to see more fight? Yeah. This fight was added added in there. Okay. And, and it's really fucking good. It's the best fight in the you know, I, mean, I think it is by yeah. far. So then Sexy Katana appears, and we get more backstory about how this – this place they're at used to be once thriving like Earth, and then the Emperor came and shit on everything, killed her parents, and he adopted her as her daughter. Um, yeah. So, Kang has to face three challenges in the tower. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I love you, Liu Kang. Right. The character development in this is wonderful. Yeah, it's just... We'll take two people and put them near each other, <laughs> and, and eventually they'll, they'll fall in love. They'll smell each other. The, f- <laughs> the pheromones. It reminds me. I know you never watch Kids in the Hall, but there was a. Uh, Keep going. There was this Kids in the Hall where it was the uh, the Sizzler brothers, and they're robbing a bank. And he walks in, and he's like, <coughs> "You two fall in love," and they <laughs> the two people in the bank just start falling in love and I don't know it I don't know why it came to me that way but that's what it always jumped in my head kids in the hall was good I love kids in the hall underappreciated I think so but anyway so now we're in the final and you have uh they've taken the time to put her into a leather dress that honestly is not appealing no it's on your blade she looks straight out of a White Snake video, music video. She's got her hair sure. all teased up. Yep. What do you think about this? It's Shang, so I'm like, tease her hair up. <laughs> Tie her up and put her in this He-Man outfit. We're <laughs> I'm going to put her in a leather dress. Nasty things to her after. Tease her hair up <laughs> like she's in an 80s White Snake video. That's good. Because it doesn't, because she's had her hair pulled back the whole time, and she's been in like yeah. military gear. Makes no sense. Why was he the owner of a nail salon or something? Ah, uh, oh, Christ! Fabulous. And they're all just standing literally right there the whole time. <laughs> I, you see, my friends will come for me. What friends? You see, you You've see. literally said you don't want to be around them yeah. the entire time. Yeah. But then you have like the monks. And then one of the monks gets an erection. Yep. And that's when he pulls off and so it's Johnny Cage. He's like, we're already here. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. And, and then, see, this, this, is, this drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. He goes over. Okay, so they're, they're. Okay. She refuses. So he's like, Johnny Cage, I'll choose you. And Liu Kang immediately is like, no, I'll fight you. And starts taking his clothes off. Well, like. Johnny Cage goes over and starts taking the straps off of her, mm-hmm. and she's like giving him lovingly loving looks, like you know she's in love with him and wants to be with him. Mm-hmm. And then, literally in the next scene, he looks over at her and he's like, "Nice dress," and she gives him a disgusted look. It makes no fucking sense. It's kind and then of they're in love the next scene. So it's like in love, she hates him. He's they're in love again. Then they're in love some more. It do, it's like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. 
Sorry. <laughs> Dude, it just it drove me nuts. Her acting in this fucking movie made no sense. And you have to put a little bit of the blame on the director because it just it's just like dude, a little bit of consistency. It's bad. It's bad. But then you have now we're having the Liu Kang Shang Tsung fight finally. Yeah. And Shang <laughs> Liu Kang's kinda getting his ass kicked and then he starts hearing the Christopher Lambert in his head. <laughs> or no, no, it's her. He it's her. he talked to her. It's Katana that said, You have to face Face your, your fear. Face yourself. Face yourself. Face. Oh, no. Face your opponent. <laughs> face yourself. Face a Face your face biggest off. fear. Face off. Face off. <laughs> he took his face <laughs> off. <laughs> that movie where he runs is the figures. <laughs> Jesus, yes. That's so horrible. <laughs> Travolta and the fucking face thing. And then Nick Cage does it in the end. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's you! <laughs> That's the, the scene where he's just like, he took his face off. <laughs> the only thing better is Nick Cage in the fucking... Um, in the movie with the the redhead from, um, oh, what is it? I, God damn it, I always fucking forget the name of this movie. Uh, where he's in prison and he's like, I couldn't, I couldn't get uh, plastic forks and knives because he couldn't stand. Um, he either couldn't stand plastic or he couldn't stand metal. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. remember what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, I love that scene. I, it's just been so long since I've watched. I, we've got to do that movie, dude. I don't remember face what off. it is. No, well, Face Off, yeah, but I'm talking about the other one with uh, David Caruso. You remember which one I'm talking about? It's David yeah, Caruso and Nick kiss, Cage. Kiss, kiss, kiss of Death. Yeah. Or no, Kiss of Death was the Steven uh, Seagal. Some, some. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about. Yeah, Kiss of. Uh, Kiss the one-eyed snake, I think. <laughs> That's what it was called. <laughs> anyway, where are we? Oh, yeah. We're back to Liu Kang. Getting his ass kicked, and then he starts walking up the stairs, and he starts hearing that overlay. Face yourself. <laughs> Face your enemy. I've been doing that. <laughs> Face yourself. <laughs> I, I guess I can win. Face your biggest fear. Yeah. Hi, Lou. I'm going to turn into your little brother. <laughs> My little brother. Raiden sent me. At least they kind of came up with a believable story uh -huh. on how he would have showed up there. Yeah. Of course, we're Shang Tsung the whole time. Uh, I don't know. But um, So he beats Shang Tsung. <laughs> so throws and impales his ass. Well, Shang Tsung makes the mistake of saying, I don't blame you, Liu Kang. Or... It's not your fault, Liu Kang, or some bullshit like that. And Liu Kang's like, or no, I forgive you. That's what he said. I forgive you, Liu Kang. No, that's bullshit. He knew what he was doing. You don't remember all that? I do remember it, but the fight. I honestly get into, like, the fight is a fucking fight. You know? but, but then you have the cool part where he uses his, like, inner key and, oh, like, yeah, yeah. blasts him. Blasts his shit, yeah. Which is kind of cool because, That's, you know... He did have the fireball in the game. Right. I like that. I thought it was cool. 
So he beats his ass, and then and he falls down on the spikes. Then as he falls, then like a like a like a like a light beam shows up to the sky, and that's when all the shit <laughs> comes out. It's like the Ghostbuster scene, exactly. Well, you know, and all the ghosts are escaping, yeah. and him and Lou and little brother Lou have a nice little moment. Yes. Yeah. And then. Uh, uh, he flies away, and they're, I'll be together again someday, Lou. And um, so then we're going to have our happy little ending. When Katana and Lou are holding hands, and Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade are holding hands, and Raiden is standing there, and they're walking up to the temple in China somehow. Because they teleported back there, I guess. <laughs> somehow. With yeah, Raiden's there. Did you mention Raiden's there too? Yeah, Raiden's there, and they're all just walking together. <laughs> Happy days, a bunch of kids. Uh, yeah, they're dancing around. It's, it's just, this is the music. This is it the just music. hasn't kicked in yet. It hasn't, it hasn't kicked in yet. I'm waiting for that. Kick it already, damn it. There it is. This is the kids. Yay! Because uh, the kids were all watching the fucking fight, too. Of course. They were watching Bloodsport. Right. They they had, you know, it was all on the camera somehow. I don't know. So anyway, you know, then they're going away, and then <laughs> bad things happen, and Shao Kahn shows up, yeah. and he's like, I'm coming to this world. And Raiden's like, not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Movie over. Good movie. I like it. It's a good movie. It, it holds up really well. The CGI is god-awful. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can't write women to save their ass. No. And the characters don't really make sense. No. Because, like, you know, I'm there for vengeance, but I'm going to be kind of, like, campy and funny. You know, and yet, and yet it worked. The whole thing worked. It did. I mean, as bad as the characters are, and the writing, and you know, it worked. But it the scenery is wonderful. Wonderful. It's a video game, and movie. they look like the characters yes. from the game. It's a great movie. I, I, I mean, not great. It was a good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it. it's like a you know B minus type of movie. I agree, and especially for the ways, you know, you know. But uh, whew. What's next? Oh, that's right. I get to pick next. Yeah, that's right. What's next? I'll have to let you know. Okay. It's a secret. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. I actually had one, and I forgot what it was, so now I have to remember. Sorry. Uh, next week will be something. I uh, hope you're enjoying uh, the summer so far as much yeah, as you can. We've got a ton of shit, though. I mean, we, we were supposed to do Fatal uh, we do Fatal Track. We'll do that in the fall. And, the fall. Uh, you know... I want to do Big Trouble in Little China at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, we got to do some Kurt Russell shit. Listen, man. I got to take a piss. Well, that's great. So you wrap up the damn show. No, we'll, we'll call it a night. Okay. So uh, thank you for uh, checking out yet another edition uh, of JB's Drive-In Podcast. Yes. Uh, check us out on Absolutely. Stitcher and all that shit, Facebook that we and never whatever the hell else. And, you know, don't look for us on Twitter because of, uh, we've both decided Twitter is evil. Right. So. All right. We'll see you next week with our movie. Who knows what it is. Bye-bye now.